Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode like 500 or something. <laughs> I'm Nick. And I'm Preston. And this is the Retire with Confidence podcast. And uh, hopefully the dog will not mess up all the wires here. How do you like my painting? Beautiful. Did yeah. You, you made that? Yeah. Nice. So if you're not watching on YouTube, this is a great reason to subscribe because you're missing out if you're just listening in the car. You want to see the excellent watermark photo that I made by myself in the Cartoona app. Oh, okay. Which just made I took a picture and then pushed a button. Okay. <laughs> and it changed into like a watercolor. Gotcha. Okay. So check it out. Yeah. I was thinking you pulled out a pad of paper and started painting yourself. I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really do. One time I did a wine and dine thing or a wine paint thing at camp. And uh, my wife and I had a good time and we put both pictures up on Facebook and we had a, a vote to see which one people like better mm -hmm. and I won. So nice. I was super proud about that. Yeah. The sailboat with the sunset and the, the water and yeah. stuff. Have you ever done anything like that? Yeah, I've done uh, like painting with the twists and stuff before. Yeah, same idea. <coughs> yep. Pretty cool. So uh, Preston, this is the first time that you and I have done a Retire With Confidence podcast together. Yeah. Yeah, the only other time I've been here was my introduction with you and Jim. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you're leveling up here, huh? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Passed the CFP test. Yep. And now you have the requirement to wait, right? Right. Like gain experience requirement. So technically, you can't say you're a CFP, but you're well on your way. Yeah, right? I think actually, I think it's next week I'll hit the halfway point of my experience. So okay. halfway there. So like one more year or something? Yeah, I think it'll be April of uh, 2023. Cool. Well, uh, congratulations. And <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so you just hurry up and wait, right? Yeah, yeah. So what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about how you can use Roth conversions, but you also need to keep in We've mind. We've already talked about Roth conversions yeah. a million times though. Right, but you got to keep in mind the Medicare premium breakpoints um, as well as when Social Security will become more taxable. Hang on now. What in the world could Medicare have with Roth conversions? Well, as you increase your income, which Roth conversions, of course, do, um, depending on how much you raise your income by, you could end up having higher premiums on your Medicare. Okay, higher premiums on your Medicare because you're showing more income. Right. That's probably exactly. something that a lot of people wouldn't even remember to think about. Exactly, yeah. So how exactly does it work? Can you give me like an example? Right. So, you know, you have your base income, which can be withdrawals from your IRAs or whatever it may be, Social Security probably. But if you keep that total income for a married couple, if you keep it below $182,000, um, you will just have a steady Medicare premium. So not too much to worry about. But it's when you push past this number that your Medicare premium, it can get start getting pretty expensive, you know, if you... So most people are going to be under 182, right? Right. So it's really nothing um, to worry about. But for those folks who are still earning, maybe they're still working past right. age 65 yeah. and they have a good job, mm -hmm. or maybe they have a huge IRA and they're taking required minimums at age 72, right? 
Um, in our Mr. Roth conversations before, we detailed how you know, you could be 72 with millions and millions in your IRA and you could be in the top tax bracket. Exactly. So like how, how aggressively do these Medicare premiums ramp up? Well, when you first push past 182, it goes up by uh, about $65 a month. But that's only until you get to about 230,000 income. And then once you push over 230, it doubles from your initial premium. It goes all the way up to 340, and that's every month per person. So like I was saying, it can get expensive. And then obviously the highest amount would, uh, would be like $575 a month. But that's if you're well into the top tax bracket. Okay, so basically you could go from 170 a month to 570 a month per person. Yep. If yeah. you're if you're showing the highest level of income, right? Okay, so really that Medicare it's a surcharge, but ultimately it's a tax. Yeah, exactly. It's another tax that you have to worry about. Okay, so Roth conversions with with Medicare premiums, right? Mm -hmm. um, what else are we going to talk about today? Uh, same sort of story, but with Social Security. Um, as your income increases with Social Security, it can become more taxable too. Okay, so when we're when we are uh, determining or seeing if we think it makes sense for someone to do a Roth conversion, um, give me some examples of what we've seen where it, it is prohibitive due to that social security situation. Yeah, so I'd say we've seen it many times where in the initial analysis and just you know back of the napkin math, we start thinking we have a real shot at doing this conversion at 10 or 12%. Um, and then we use, you know, the Holistaplan software that we've been using for a while now. And Holistaplan alerts us that, hey, if we do a conversion, we'll be at the 10% federal tax bracket or 12%. However, it's going to make Social Security more taxable too. So the net result is going to push us, our total tax due will be more like 22% or even up to 25%. Um, and obviously that's way less attractive less advantageous, especially if that specific client we don't think will ever hit the higher tax brackets with their RMDs. So what you're saying is we, we could have a chance to convert based on looking at the, or at the marginal tax rate or their total expected income, but then it's a how that income is made up. Right. If it's, the tax code is crazy, guys. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous, yeah. honestly. So. You could have a job income versus an IRA income versus a social security income, and they're all looked at differently. Yeah. Right? One has FICA. Yeah. One, social security is taxed very favorably at certain levels, and then it starts ramping up. And then the, the, the regular IRA withdrawal is just a straight marginal rate, right? And then uh, if you take more income from the IRA, it's going to make social security worse. Right. And, and, and the effect of its tax. Uh, what else was I just thinking of? Oh, capital gains. So at, at a certain level, capital gains are zero. Right. And then you go over, I think it's, um, well, I, I shouldn't say if I don't have the exact number, but once you go over a certain level, now all of a sudden you're taxed at 15% capital gains. Right. Um, and then you go even higher and then you're at 20% capital gains, of course, plus state. So like if you are doing a Roth conversion, and you have a lot of capital gains, or you have some capital gains that year, 
your conversion could make your gains go from zero to 15 as well. Right, exactly. It's all, all part of the pie that you gotta look at. And you can do a conversion here in April thinking that you don't have any capital gains and then you <laughs> realize capital yeah. gains later and then it, it actually changes the result. Exactly, yeah. That's why it's a good, good thing to plan for the conversions early in the year but then actually have the conversions happen later on in the year when we actually know what we're looking at. So side note, our new studio here, <laughs> we have a dr drinking fountain yep. which kicks on like once every half hour, which the drinking fountain's never been used. Yeah. But because of the ACA Act, we have to have, and we did have one before the remodel, but now we have two due to, no, it's ADA, sorry. Mm -hmm. But now we have two because of ADA and neither one's ever been used. <laughs> yeah. So go figure. Right. Regulations. Yeah. Um, let's see, there's one other thing. Okay, Social Security, our new Social Security Analyzer tool. Yeah. I'm really excited about that because, you know, if you're, let's say, 58, 59, 60, or older, and you're considering when to take Social Security, you know, it's not, it's really not so simple. You know, sometimes I struggle with making a recommendation to optimize, uh, even with having all of these tools at our, uh, as resources to us. So it's not so simple the way we thought about it 20 years ago, where we thought, you know, if you, um, if, if you're not working and you need money, you might as well take it. Well now, right, if you have other assets, uh, you know, joint account, after-tax assets, even IRA assets, sometimes it makes sense to delay the Social Security, pull from the IRA at 12%, let the Social Security grow at a guaranteed eight. Maybe the smaller Social Security spouse takes now, uh, allows the, uh, the larger to continue growing right. as long as you can kind of handle it so yeah. to speak mm -hmm. or maybe the smaller social security person draws on their own record and then flips over to the half, half of, of the, the other right? right so like there's really so and they took um back under obama there used to be even more options and they kind of took away some of the um i guess you could say loophole but oh, okay. some of those are gone now but there's still quite a lot of strategy involved yeah. So we're really excited about the new tool. So if you uh, would like to check that out, we're happy to spend some time with you. You just supply us with your social security statement and we do the rest. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really neat tool. It can show you what happens if you take it early, what happens if you take it at normal age, what happens if you delay, what your prime example is, and you can compare your prime example versus anything else you were running through in your mind that you thought could be better. And if you think that you're going to live to be 100 or if you only think you're going to live to be 80, right, right, that definitely makes a difference. Definitely. Yeah. So, yep, we've got our Roth conversion tools, um, our Social Security tools, and, and also kind of the new point today that we brought in was how does your income affect your Medicare premiums, which ultimately can be an, an additional tax, right. even though it's technically a premium surcharge right so uh, if you're if you're thinking about your Medicare premiums and income and Roth conversions and when to take Social Security these are all really important decisions and we'd be more than happy to give you a second opinion yeah so if you'd like to learn more visit us at peakwm.com and you can set up an appointment there and uh, also 
make sure you smash that subscribe button, right? <laughs> yeah. The little bell. Right. Yeah, yeah, ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, ring the bell, ding, ding, and click like. And also check us out, check out our Google reviews, right? Yeah. If you would like to contribute to that as well. Uh, thanks a lot, and thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast, sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.